I'm Ben Pugh, and you're listening to Impact, Parenting with Perspective, episode 189. This podcast is all about helping parents manage the mental and emotional drama that comes with parenting teams so they can focus on what's most important, building rock-solid relationships and having a powerful impact on their team's life. Join me each week as I dive into real tools to help you and your team turn struggles into strengths. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about how to update outdated parenting programming. And this is really, really important. This is really fundamental to what I teach and kind of how I teach it because 95% of what we do in life is based on our programming, our subconscious habits. And most people have no idea how to update their outdated programming. And in this podcast, that is exactly what I'm going to help you do. And as you get to understand these steps and this process, you're going to find that not only is it easy to update your old programming, it's also one of the most powerful things that you can do to completely change your reality and your relationship with your teenager. So let's dive in. Let's talk about how to update your outdated parenting programming. And I just, I want to be clear. Your parenting problems equal outdated programming. Um, It's the same, like, if you have money problems, that is due to your outdated programming. If you have relationship programs, it's due to your outdated programming. And if you're like most parents, you probably struggle with outdated parenting programming. Uh, I do sometimes, and I'm still working on this and improving. And if you and your teen are struggling in your relationship, I promise you that is an indicator that there is some outdated programming going on behind the scenes that no longer serves you. And just to give you a few examples, a lot of parents believe that their teen needs to live the way that the parent did back when they were teens to be successful. That's outdated programming. A lot of parents believe this idea that, no, no, you need to go to high school. You need to go to college, get a four-year degree, uh, maybe even get a master's and then a doctorate, and then you can be successful. And these are just old outdated parenting programs that we were taught when we were younger. And I want to teach you how to change these. Um, I'm doing a lot of work in this area in my life around money and wealth and abundance and what it takes to be a leader and a CEO. And so I don't feel like, oh my goodness, I got to change my parenting programming. Like that's a bad thing. Instead, I want you to think of it as like, um, here in my hand, I have an iPhone. I think it's a 13. I don't know. It updates all the time. And every time my iPhone updates, I don't think, oh, freaking Apple. Come on. Can't you just get it right the first time? 
No, I'm grateful that Apple is maintaining the phone, updating it, making it safer, making it more effective. Updating outdated programming is normal, and it is a powerful, powerful part of life. Um, When I say it's normal, I would have to say that it is not that normal when it comes to parents. I feel like a lot of times as parents, we think, no, I'm an adult. I'm a parent. I know everything. But if you want to really get out of that normal, like I think it was Dave Ramsey who talks about how normal is overweight and broke in the U.S. anyways. I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be broke. Update your parenting programming and you will no longer be normal in the best sort of ways. So I'm going to walk you through five principles or keys that I think are really important when it comes to updating your parenting programming. Number one is don't be ashamed. You do not need to be ashamed of your old parenting programming. And feeling shame about yourself isn't going to help you create the change you're looking for. It's not going to help you improve your programming. So rather than feeling ashamed, be grateful for your old programming. It's gotten you this far. It's gotten you to where you are today. And I want to invite you to understand that you didn't choose to be programmed this way. Others in your life programmed you. Maybe your parents, your siblings, grandparents, family members, neighbors, community members, church leaders, friends, teachers. Everyone has unintentionally added to your programming. And it's not a problem. It's simply part of being a human being. Our mind is seeking to create programming, programs, patterns, things to follow, and it's okay. So when you can get past the shame, it will be easier to work through this process. When you can realize, oh, well, I was judging that person because I don't agree with their decisions, and I'm making that judgment based on my programming. When you can understand, you don't need to be ashamed. You don't need to be like, oh my goodness, I'm a terrible person. You can just realize, no, that's how I was programmed, and I'm glad I was programmed that way because it's gotten me here, but it doesn't serve me anymore. All right, key number two, awareness. I love awareness. It's easy and it's powerful. And like, have you ever heard someone say, well, I can't unsee that? Oftentimes, that's referring to a new awareness. It's like one of those old illusions. Like, I remember the one that had like an old, ugly woman or a beautiful young woman, depending on how you looked at it. And in the beginning, you could only see the one that you could see. But once you had been shown the other image, like, oh, no, no, look at it this way. This is her nose, and this is the eye. And like, once you've seen that, you can't unsee it. And that's powerful. You always have the power to change how you see something. And awareness, like, you might still be able to see, like, I don't know, the one I'm thinking of, there's like this beautiful young woman with like a, an umbrella or something, and the other one's like an old, old, ugly woman with a big nose. And anyways, like, 
maybe you can only see the beautiful young woman at first, but once you've been shown or brought to the awareness of, oh yeah, I see this other picture, you can't unsee it. You might be able to go back and forth, but you're aware that they are both there. And when I coach people on creating change, often awareness is the first place or the first step that I'll walk them through. For example, if you wanted to lose weight, we'd spend the first week or two, maybe even more, simply gaining awareness. For example, like we need to know how much do you weigh? What type of foods are you eating? How many calories are you eating? What type of food do you like to eat? Is there anything healthy that you could eat all day, every day? How much sleep are you getting? How much sleep do you need? How active are you? Like we would spend time gaining full awareness, gaining some understanding. And I want you to start observing and questioning everything when it comes to your programming. For example, if you caught yourself yelling at your teen, you might say to yourself, that's interesting. Why am I so upset? Why am I yelling? Where did I even learn to yell? How do I feel when I'm yelling? How do I feel when other people yell at me? What are some alternatives to yelling? You see, the goal is to simply explore and to understand. And this can be hard because most people want to skip this step of the process. They want to skip awareness and they want to go straight to intention and straight to change. And it can also be hard because sometimes it sucks to look at your life and gain some awareness and see what is really going on. And you're not One of the reasons I love awareness is because you are not working on creating change here. You're just gaining awareness. When I used to coach people on weight loss, I usually, they're like, yeah, yeah, week one, I'm all excited. Let's lose weight. Tell me how to do it. And I'd be like, well, week one, what I actually want you to do is just be. Like, don't try and change anything. Just be. Let's just gain some awareness of where you are, why you're here, what's going on, and That's easier than creating change in the moment. And when you get to the point of creating change, your efforts will be more informed if you have awareness. Okay, so the second step, or wait, wait, no, the third. So number one, we talked about don't be ashamed. Number two, we talked about awareness. Number three is acceptance. And it is related to number one, don't be ashamed, but it takes it much further. You can't go back in time and completely avoid your old programming. You can't change your past, but you can accept your past as a necessary step that has gotten you here. And acceptance is huge. It will help you embrace your past experience and even use it to help you let go and move forward. For example, when I was 13, I accidentally lit my school bus on fire with rubber cement. There's no going back. I can't undo that. In fact, even if I could undo that, I wouldn't undo that. I need that experience to be me. And so when you can accept that, no, this is my past. Like I've accepted this. I've embraced it. I use it to help me move forward. It's a part of who I am. It helps me be who I want to be. Now, you're not perfect. You've done things 
according to your old programming, that you wish you could take back. Join the club. We all have. But when you can accept that that was the old programming and that you were just doing your best, you can build on that and you can improve your current programming thanks to your old experience. This is a powerful process. And it will help you accept who you are and start to grow from a place of love and compassion and confidence rather than from a place of shame or guilt or disgust. So step number four is intention. With awareness under your belt, and I know that's all the way back up at step two, but once you have awareness, you're ready to practice intention. This is hard, and it can take time. Be patient with yourself and accept where you are today as an important step to where you want to be tomorrow. And part of intention is understanding and knowing where you want to go. And sometimes you can't understand where you want to go until you've been where you don't want to be. So that's why like when we get to acceptance, that's why that's so important to lead you into intention. And so it's important to understand your old programming and to know exactly what programming you want to replace it with. For example, when I was young, I was programmed to believe the following about money. It's hard to get. There's never enough. You have to work hard to get it. And once you have it, you need to save it because again, there's never enough. Now that I'm aware of my old programming, I can be more intentional about how I choose to think about money. For example, I now intentionally practice the following thoughts about money. Money comes to me easily, and I have more than enough money, and I can simply do what I love to attract money into my life, and having money helps me help others. By being intentional about my programming, I can choose how I want to program my subconscious mind. I can see the old programming and I can intentionally replace it with the new programming. You might have old programming. Like when it comes to your teen, it might sound like, man, if my teen gets poor grades, it means I'm failing as his mom. Or if my teen doesn't obey me, then they don't respect me. Or my teen won't be successful if they don't get good grades or complete high school. That's old programming. You might want to change the programming to be more like what my teen chooses to do in school is up to them, not me. It's possible for my teen to disobey me and still respect me. And my teen will be successful even if they don't get good grades, or even if they don't complete high school. So step five, or key five, practice proving your new mentality. This is super important. This is the last step when it comes to reprogramming or updating your old programming. When you catch yourself in old programming, Find evidence disproving the old programming and proving the new programming. 
For example, you might have the old programming that is, hey, my teen won't be successful if they don't get good grades or complete high school. Well, guess what? Look at all the teens that have completed high school and they've gone on to be adults. They've actually completed college and they're still not successful. We're disproving that old belief that, no, no, my teen has to graduate high school to be successful. And we can see that so many people have graduated high school and they're not successful. And we can start proving the new belief. No, like there are a lot of people who did not graduate high school that are super successful. I have a former client, his family, because this kid refused to go to school. They chose to withdraw him from high school. He is doing great. He's flipping cars. He's working at a dealership. Like when you are aware of your old programming and how it holds you back, you can then start reprogramming your mind to work the way that you want it to. Like I said in the beginning, if you are struggling with your team, I promise you there is some old outdated programming holding you back. Take the time. Don't be ashamed. Just no, no, this is where I was supposed to be. Like I needed this for some reason. Take the time to build awareness understand that old programming, why you have it, where it's gotten you. Take the time to accept where you are today. Be appreciative of the old programming for where it's gotten you now. And then move forward with intention. Know how you want your mind to be programmed and practice that new programming by disproving the old programming and approving the new programming. I want to invite you, if you want to uplevel your parenting in 2024, come to an Ask Me Anything webinar where you can ask me anything you want to about parenting teenagers. You can ask me anything about anything. I don't care what you ask me. I'll answer it. The next webinar is January 24th at 12 o'clock noon mountain time. Go to benpewcoaching.com slash 189. Scroll to the bottom of that page and click the yellow button that says save my spot and come join us on that webinar. I look forward to seeing you and please tune in next week. We are going to talk about sleep and does your team need more sleep or better sleep and what to do when it comes to to your teen sleep, and even you can use this as a parent. So tune in next week, and we will talk about the power of sleep. I'll see you soon. Did you know that parents and teens all over the world are struggling? I believe that the most important thing that you can do in your teen's life is simply being an impactful parent, which means taking the time to understand what parenting traps are holding you back and then taking that knowledge and using it to completely uplevel your parenting. This is why I've created a brand new quiz to help you better understand your own parenting traps. This quiz will help you pull back the curtain on your own parenting and gain some powerful insights so you can stop getting caught in the same old parent traps. This quiz will help you start being the parent of your dreams so you can finally create an impactful relationship with your team. This quiz will take you less than two or three 
three minutes and it is completely free. If you want to take this quiz and better understand the traps that are keeping you stuck as a parent, go to benpewcoaching.com slash parent trap quiz and get an insight into what is holding you back as a parent so you can completely up-level your parenting. I'll see you soon.